Dynamite download. You got your boy Crayfish and Bonds. We got a we're shaking it up on y'all. We got we got yep. we're shaking it up on you guys. You got Team Heel here representing and Bonds. <laughs> it'll be interesting to talk Team Heel with you tonight. Um, a lot of times when you and I get into the show, the analysis gets a little deep. We get a little, we, you know, you and I have been fans since you, you know, basically you were born. The show um, makes a little bit of a heel turn. Yeah, and will will tonight? What tonight will be the inevitable heel turn that Bonds and Crayfish go off the power of positivity rails? SPD's out there listening somewhere. I know he's he's cringing, knowing we're gonna violate those power those principles of positivity at some point. Positively, yeah. Crayfish and Bonds here are gonna we're gonna definitely dive deep. But overall, this show is gonna be awesome. There's a lot of lots of lot of good to talk about. Um, More good than bad, as always. And honestly, I think that AWs they talked about it at, 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 during the tonight's show. Man, how different this roster is from when they started to where they are, mm. are now. And you put that match card up there tonight, and it just it, it does it. It's one of those pinch me moments where you're just like, man, this roster is so different. Yeah. Um, yet there are those mainstays, you know, which mm. is great. So uh, well, just look at those stuff. those new faces up there since we started the show, you know. So many people that weren't signed are signed. You know, Thunder Rosa, while she was on TV, wasn't right. signed yet. CM Punk, Jade Cargill was just starting out when we, we started out as well. So seeing the growth of this roster and what's going on in the last year has been awesome. Yep. Um, and we're going to talk about that a lot tomorrow uh, because tomorrow we have our uh, our second annual Dynamite Download Award show, which is going to be fantastic. Yeah. But let's focus on tonight. Um, let's get this down and get this done here and let's talk about dynamite, man. Cause it was a great show. Absolutely, man. And I mean, going into tonight's show, you know, there are a couple of matches that really jump out at me, but you know, mm-hmm. there there's more and more you see, there are certain stars emerging that AW can not only look at as the ones that are the marquee names, but the ones that also kind of have that long, that big picture upside um, and they obviously look at Jungle Boy as a guy who they're going to continue to quietly invest in. He's not; he's no longer forced to be a main event guy this early in his career. There's a lot more talent in this roster, and it's allowed Thunder, Jung, you know, Jungle Boy to kind of move down the rankings a little bit in AEW and and hone his craft. And I think tonight's showcase, we're going to see him now jump in against FTR in a great feud with with a tag team. Um, you know, this is really a lot of fun seeing these guys blossom. And I know that Luchasaurus has been somebody who's been a, you know, a a guy that anytime SPD gets a chance to talk about, loves to see it. Um, this is, there's a lot of fun, uh, sorry, uh, Jurassic Express getting involved with the Lucha brothers. Sorry about that. Um, but there's a lot of, a lot of joy in, in seeing a guy who is a pillar start to get that opportunity to not be forced into something and actually get time to naturally grow. I think we're so impatient mm-hmm. in today's day and age. And this was, a, this is an example where he's starting to really show why they believe in him long-term. And I, and I think that when they get that program and they ultimately get that tag team title run, it's going to be a big moment for him launching forward in yep. his career. Well, I agree, man. I, I think that you look at this matchup and obviously like the results were, were insane. I'm sure you were stuck by the results with FTR yeah. uh, winning, Dax getting the pin, um, yeah. which is, uh, I don't think it was a surprise. I don't think it's ever a surprise when 
any of these tag teams win because there's a lot of talent here. But I, I agree with your point about Jungle Boy, mostly because we kind of saw the opposite of that happen with Sammy Guevara earlier this year with the TNT title, where I think that we were all ready for it, but maybe he wasn't. Um, there wasn't really a feud going on, and he only lost his his uh, belt after five matches. Um, I don't want to see the same thing happen with Jungle Boy. I want to see him naturally get there and and it be the right time. And it yeah. feels like it's it's getting there. Yeah. Um, especially you know there was that post match little uh, tiff between Christian and the Lucha Bros. Yeah. And it's like very interesting that they're kind of setting that up like this feud. Um, that we didn't really see coming, but probably sh we should see coming because these are two of the best tag teams around. Yeah. Um, they have to do something different because I think having two baby faces, uh, baby face teams kind of feud is a little bit tough to do at times, but I think if you do it the right way, it'll be really in intense and interesting. And I think they set that up well tonight. Um, in reality, the match itself, this 10 man match wasn't, wasn't the point of the beginning of the show it was to Good set point. up it was to set up that feud yep. um good point they lost because of miscommunications and i think that that's going to lead into a really interesting feud um whether ftr lets that happen or not will be the question because ftr obviously wants those tag Great titles point. as well Great so point. we're gonna see some really good stuff i think and, and we could have almost a a triple feud um if that makes sense have have them involved as well and maybe we could get a, a. I like that idea. You know, a three man or a three team title match would be really fun. That would be that, a lot of fun. I like that idea. Very different. So yeah, I think that'd be a lot of a lot of fun, man. And obviously, you look at the talent here, and I struggle with you know five versus five matches. We talked about it a little bit before the show. Um, you know, this match is when I was like, oh man, this could be really tough or or really awesome. And I think it was kind of a tale of both. So I think the end of the match was much more interesting than the beginning. And there's a lot of everybody kind of getting their spots in, you know, the typical overbooked big match, but the end results kind of made up for it. In my opinion, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, for me, I think that there's those, these types of, when it gets to this level, this much I've talked about it all the time, AW does yeah. tag team. They do team wrestling really really well better than and anybody else it, it's one yeah. of the things that they're best at mm -hmm. um but when it gets this big um I, I they i think it i think the eight man um is kind of the sweet spot as it's, far as I like, almost the, I like trios i like <laughs> yeah. trios the best and that's why i'm pushing for a trios uh title emerging in aw soon mm -hmm. Um, and we'll get into that later in the show, but I think that this this much going on, it's hard to keep me focused. And it, maybe it's because the ADD nature of the world that we live in. But just, I yeah. like my matches to have a little bit of a story. I like the 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 moves to be able to the wrestlers to be able to breathe and to actually have something have these moves and moments matter. And I think when it gets this big, it can kind of cause a brawl that kind of loses some of that. And so I understand what you mean. I do love that FTR gets that that big win. Kind of shocking when you look at the landscape of these two teams. You certainly would yeah. think, you know, honestly, looking at the the the, the baby faces uh, had a leg up going into this match. I think, mm -hmm. but FTR, you never bet against these guys, um, veterans who are always willing to do whatever it takes to win. And yeah. Um, that also that's a characteristic of Matt Hardy, so he fit right in with that. And he, you know, obviously, Private Party falls right in line with Matt Hardy's mantra. Um, so the teams made sense, um, but as you said, it's really about the post match stuff, and it's yeah. really great. It's kind of cool to see, as you mentioned, babyface versus babyface. Um, you know, I know that Penta is certainly capable of playing the heel. He plays that. Um, but where, yeah, that would be really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how the AW does that tango, does the little mm -hmm. dance between, okay, how do who dabbles in the heel work and how far yeah. do we let them dabble in it? You know, do they don't, do they go off into the deep end or do we just dip our toes in, you know? So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how that goes going forward. Really. And I love your idea about the, about FTR not wanting to just kind of let, you know, step into the background. And and maintaining a real focus in that feud, yeah. being the glue, I really and allow them maybe to be that he the true heels of that feud and, and keep that going. 
and it makes this match matter. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. If they win, if You're they right. win that this match, it should be important. You have right. you know five people on each team and in three or four of the best tag teams in AEW, four of the best tag teams in AEW. Um, that should matter. That win should be important. And I think that if you kind of keep including them in this feud, um, that's what's going to keep them going and important. Um, but man, we had a lot of tag matches tonight. And another one, I'm sure you're stoked to talk about this one too, because it's more of our favorites. Uh, we got to see uh, Team 2.0, Dana Garcia, yeah. against PNP and Eddie Kingston, man. And this one was pretty awesome as well. And I think that we can all agree uh, 2.0 is one of the funniest tag teams going right now in oh. the industry. They're awesome. Um, yeah. We had a nice little poll up on our on our Twitter. If you guys want to check out our Twitter, um, who has the bigger head, Eddie Kingston or Matt Lee? And and Matt Lee won in a landslide. It wasn't close. Um, dude. Wasn't close. It was ninety percent to ten. It was crazy. Um, but, <laughs> but speaking of of big heads and big chops, uh, I want your thoughts on this match because this one was a banger. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm quickly becoming like a total fanboy for Team 3.0. I'm gonna call him Garcia. Garcia and Garcia and should just be part of them. Just be part now, of it. Man. Just be he's, too, he's you know, always hanging out with those man, guys. Man, that I love this crew. I love that they talk trash like nonstop. They're so yeah. entertaining. They're so funny, and they back it up, dude. I love that about these guys. Kind of got that old school vibe to them. Really enjoy yeah. what. Every time I get to see them, I. I end up be I'm they're endearing. Um, they are endearing. They, they're just, like bad I, guys, but they're yes. endearing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the bubble gum stuck to your shoe. You just you, you like you can't seem to get over the fact that they're stuck to you. I'm, I'm just yep. these guys are so great um, at Top being bad, being annoying, and and you you talked about that the agitators. Yeah, they they kind of play that role of just being the guys who get under people's skin, get them riled up. And they find a way to win because of it. And I love that about these guys. I love I love how they can just kind of um, always find a way to, to get in the heads of their opponents. And the, tonight's exit match was another great example. Yeah. Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, just total badasses. Guys, I mean, Eddie Kingston was ch literally chopping at the bit, biting people just to get into this match, <laughs> frothing at the mouth just to get yeah. his hands on these guys. Was it 17 chops on Parker? Was 17 I, and you know spd was counting somewhere yeah, SPD he was, was counting. definitely counting um <laughs> but you i mean you look at that side of the the, the ring and you're like man that, you got kinks and santana ortiz you got some real vets there these guys are are mainstays and staples yeah. in AEW. and then these guys kind of came in and again showed Pick them up what's up dude showed Pick them what's up, up. i love it i think that that tony tony khan knows what he has in 2.0 and daniel garcia and it's it's a really good team dynamic, right? Garcia is a 22 year old kid, really good in the ring, just intense. Uh, the, he, he doesn't wrestle like he's 22 years old. He wrestles like a veteran. That guy's really fantastic. And, and Parker and Lee are just hilarious. And they're these, but they can also go, which, which makes it work. You know, if they couldn't go in the ring, it wouldn't work, but they can, mm -hmm. you know, so they get in their, everybody's heads and they do their thing. And, you know, I don't understand people that don't enjoy it. I get it. They're, they're kind of annoying and heels, but that's the point. That's their, that's their end game. They're trying to get in your head and it's really fun to watch. And I, I want to know where they're at in a year because I think that, that they could have a really interesting tag title run because of how annoying they are. Yes. They could just really bother everybody else in the division. And, and like tonight, you know, they made Eddie Kingston so mad that when Chris Jericho came out to help them, Eddie Kingston wanted to to murder Chris Jericho. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they annoyed him so much. Exactly. Um, and and you know, obviously Santana and Ortiz, they have a big relationship with Chris Jericho. So right. Eddie has no reason to get as mad as he did, but he they really got under his skin tonight, man. Yeah, and, and and the role of agitators is kind of like it's it, it's kind of a, a lost art right now yeah. and it's needed in the aw tag division because you're starting to see like the acclaimed are getting vibes sometimes where that you can see them starting to to, to become more popular 
And yeah. you could potentially they're going to be baby faces. You could see you know them it. becoming baby faces long term. Um, and there is that niche of needing a, a true annoying agitator group, and these guys do it so well. Yeah. I mean, from throwing coffee in someone's face to always offering a taste, these guys yeah. are so damn good at being bad. I love Santana. I love Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston, but. I'm sorry. I was rooting for the team 2.0 and Daniel Garcia tonight. And, yeah. And and I'm so glad to see that AW seems to really, like you said, they see what they have with them. Yep. They they see that there's a lot of potential in this in this crew. And I and I like that they're leaning into Top allowing notch. these dirt bags to actually <laughs> be able to back it up a little bit. So often we see these kind of acts as lifelong wrestling fans. Think of how often we see these kind of acts, you know. Talk the talk, but always get their legs cut out, out from underneath them. Never be able to really back up their trash talk. Yep. And this group, this is a group that seems like they can do that. I love that yeah. team heel. We need more yeah. of that. <laughs> you can't win a match with the amount of talent on the other side and not be good. You know what I mean? Like they are, they are top notch, man. They're mm -hmm. ready. Like a win like this tonight just shows that they're ready to move up in that in that division, man. I wish there was like another, like, I wish there was a TNT title for the tag belts. Like there was Great. a version of that for, for the tag. I'm telling you, this would all be resolved when they get the trios titles, because then you get, it. then Garcia 2.0 can shift their focus on some of that. And you get other yep. teams that can start to shift their focus yep. on that. And it gives more opportunity for a team like this, that we see a lot of upside and potential in. And, oh, and yeah, I, I think that that's exciting to talk about when you talk and you see even, I mean, again, we're going to, when we talk about it in the main event, there's so much potential for yeah. trios. And that's one of the things that we, that was kind of thrown out there tonight in our faces, you know, we'll get into it. The, we'll get into it in the main event, but the Jade versus Thunder Rosa match, we saw the need for, being in a group, being in a team, being in a be like Jade talked about it. Um, or Kyle O'Reilly talked about it in his promo. Um, that he's you know, we see the need for, for having groups come together in AEW and, and kind of band together. You saw Jade have the have backup with Mar Mercedes, a debuting Mercedes Martinez tonight, yeah, and that was really the difference. Uh, Thunder was going at Jade's knee throughout this match, chopping down the bigger, stronger competitor. Very smart approach by the the fighter that is Thunder Rosa. We love that. Yeah. Um, but if it weren't for that outside interference, it could have been a very different outcome tonight. And so, you know, we get to see more a lot of a, a lot of it's controversial, but we're seeing more and more of these finishes that are involving debuts, involving outside interference. Yep. This match, though, was a match that I felt like needed an out because Agreed. the way that they've booked both these characters, you kind of you can't afford one of them to really lose clean. And that and and that's okay. I know yeah. that sometimes we can say, like, oh man, if you get to book the show, then why would you ever book a position or a scenario where one person can't lose? And then you have to have a cop out or whatever. But sometimes that happens in wrestling and it's best for everybody involved. Think about it. Thunder yeah. Rosa, even the most diehard Thunder Rosa fans, uh, you'll and you'll see Thunder Rosa is very popular uh, on my picks when we get into the to the 2021 awards. But yeah. when we talk about like breakout stars for like Thunder Rosa certainly feels like she's meant to be a champion. She's felt that she's way since she's debuted in AEW. But this didn't feel like the title for her, guys. This feel like even as the most diehard Thunder Rosa fan, I feel like her destiny is to go toe to toe with Britt. And Jade, although new, although green, now has even more backup Mercedes to pair up with the mind of uh, you know Mark Sterling, who has shown he's quite shrewd uh, in yeah. tonight's episode. But Jade, moving on, this is one of the things you said, Bonds. It presents a perfect scenario for the main event where it's it's Ruby, who's the true babyface going against Jade, who's really become a true heel in the landscape yeah. of AEW Women's Division. It just it feels like it plays better off of each other. Even though we're disappointed that Thunder Rosa lost this match, it makes sense in the big picture of the women's division, right? 
Yeah. I mean, uh, here's the thing. And you talked about this, man. Like, the real money feud in this division is Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. And while that would be awesome if they were both champions, I want it to be for that big main belt. I want them to feud for the AEW Women's Championship. And I, that's the feud I want to start 2022. I, as soon as, as, as Britt is done with Riho, I want the next feud to be Thunder. I want that to happen. You know, get get the Jade Cargill feud out of the way. Maybe have a, a rematch um, between these two. I think that'd be awesome. This was Jade's yeah. best match. Um, this was Jade's best match, and I don't think it's, I it's called that. surprising because of her opponent. Yep. You know, uh, Thunder is is just absolutely fantastic. I always so say it, Thunder is the coach in the ring. and Yeah, she, she brings makes, the best I out of she everybody. Would, I, I knew she would make Jade look the best we've seen her. Yeah, um, and and so. frankly, that's why I want more matches with Britt with yep. Thunder Man because Agreed. the the more we get of that, the better Britt Baker will be, and the better this division is going to be as a whole. Because sure. I don't think there's a question that Britt Baker is the top dog in this company, and having somebody that can get the best matches out of her in a feud with her will be the best result for this company. That's just how I feel about it, and I think getting Jade a, a quality win like this, even though there was interference. And having that awesome debut, it's going to make Jade look stronger in the end because she's probably going to be the TBS champion. You know, that's it's a big deal. You know, that's another belt. And I think that she needs something like that because there's not other than than titles in this division. What is there to go after right now? You know, there's there's too many names in kind of the middle ground. And there's a lot that needs to be done for them to move up to face somebody like Britt Baker. So having that secondary title with somebody like Jade who can just dominate people it's going to be a big moment when she loses. And I don't think that after a match like this, she can lose immediately. I think she needs to win that title, have it for a while and continue to build the division through beating other people and eventually setting somebody else up to beat her. I think that that's going to be perfect. It's going to work. And I think people that are complaining about Jade now in maybe a month or two won't be complaining anymore. Hmm. This is how I feel about it. I think that tonight was a big step for her. This is a great match. And she looked, she sold it well, man. Like the, the psychology in this match was what worked. You know, it they did a good job telling a story. You know, Thunder was chopping at her legs the whole time. And Jade sold that, man. Like you can't be green and sell it the way she did. She collapsed on her knee multiple times, looked like it was in pain. Like, oh, it was just a good match. The kip up was controversial, but I mean, you can always strike up. There's going to be moments where there's going to be adrenaline and and yeah, energy that's going to get. A, and Jade's a show, you know, she's a superstar. She's got to do some of that showmanship yeah, stuff. That, you um, can't have her wrestle. But like she's I'm a really, face. I'm really glad to hear you talk this way because you know, for me, I I've been talking about it, and and I took I've been it's been somewhat controversial in some of my conversations about this yeah. tournament, but. I felt like Jade versus Thunder was going to be a huge match for Jade. Yeah, um, and it was. And it was. It, and I was talking about how you know Thunder is the type of opponent that is going to be really the. It's going to be that make or break moment for Jade. Is Jade going to be able to be a true pro wrestler, yeah. or is she just this star? And 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 if she's just a star then that's okay. We can work but with that. She has to be that. But, but is she a pro wrestler too? And is she, can she go in the ring? Can we, can we move those chips in on Jade? And yeah. I think that the, the Thunder was the test for that because as you pointed out, Thunder brings out the best in ring, even with our champ. You know, I'm a DMD fanboy and DMD does not hit the same when she's not going against Thunder. We talk about it over, and it's been a mantra at Dynamite Download since day one. Iron sharpens iron. And so, you know, DMD needs that strength on the other side of Thunder Rosa. And I felt like Jade has been presented in a way where she's been, you know, again, Red Velvet has been her biggest competition, really. No no offense to Red Velvet, but we're, when we're talking about growing and establishing yourself as a real player in the AEW's women's division, you got to be have some big wins, yeah. you know, bigger, big, big, big wins. And this is one of those, even though it's controversial, this is one where Jade took everything the Thunder had. She still had some moments in this match that were 
when we look at it, when we look back on this match, Jade had some of the, the stronger, more eye-popping moments of this match. That pump kick that she had to Thunder Rosa where she booted her in the face, it was like Thunder Rosa Epic. sold that like she got she was murdered. Um, it was it was executed to absolute perfection. Jade's um pop-up Samoan drop was executed with pure strength and flawless execution by Jade. So some of these bigger moments in the match, Jade really em em was emphatic in breaking through. Um, and it's good because Thunder is the type of scrappy competitor who can take the offense that Jade can throw. You yeah. know, Jade has had, even when we rose to the top, when I watched that show, it was controversial that Jade is so big and so strong that her offense legitimately hurts people. And Thunder is not going to be a complainer when it goes against when it's like, let's go, let's go, yeah. bitch. You're like, let's go. So yeah. that, that mentality came through in this match. And I, I, I enjoyed this, this back and forth. AEW, the more that they get these types of opportunities where you start to see, okay, there's a potential with a Thunder Jade feud one day, or yeah. like we're going to see uh, this, this, where does Ruby, Ruby, Ruby and Jade, what's their chemistry like? Could you see a Ruby Jade pro feud down the road? The more you get these opportunities, look at the home run that they've hit with Serena and Sheeta. You got to yeah. keep trying. You got to keep trying and giving these girls opportunities. And that's one of the things I know was always like DMD got a lot of time. Well, now there's some bigger players in the women's division and let's start yeah. seeing if those women can start hitting in segments consistently like Brit. And if they can, that's better for the whole division and company as a, as a whole. And it's yep. only going to make this division feel bigger and stronger. And I think, if AEW wants to separate themselves from the competition right now, like we just saw today with Tony Storm news, investing in the women's division makes a lot of sense. So let's let's go all in, baby. You got a lot of talent on this roster now. Yeah, keep going. Um, I thought keep this was building. a great matchup. Yeah, man, I couldn't I couldn't say any more. But speaking of great matchups, man, Wardlow tonight just was pushed to the absolute limit by Colin uh, Colin Delaney. Just an absolute massacre of a match. Um, I know that Wardlow's your boy. Oh, man. And we are super excited about 2022 for Wardlow. Look at that um, dominance, dude. But, man, I got to say, dude, there's very few people in AEW and in wrestling in general, but AEW in particular, that can go like him and just dominate like him. And, like, the, you can name a handful of guys, you know, guys like, Brian Cage and, and, you know, uh, Lance Archer, but you know, Wardlow is just an absolute beast. And he had a little segment before this match where MJF, um, basically said, you know, if you, we want you to win the TNT title, but if you win it, it's mine. Look at the contract. Yeah. Mark Sterling was there doing his thing. Uh, he's great. He's, he's a, another fun, uh, character on the show. That's always yeah. doing his thing. It never breaks it. It's great. Um, but Wardlow, you can tell, man, is getting just fed up yeah. with with good old Max. Yeah. And once he's fed up and he's done, oh, dude, it's going to be a bloodbath. And here's the thing, man. Like, they're building him up to be an absolute superstar in 2022 right now. Yeah. I think that, that Wardlow, we were a year early. You know, yeah. We were a year early. But you know what? I think that that's awesome because – he we've had a year to simmer on this guy that we know can go. That's a beast. And now we're kind of, we're seeing the payoff of that weight. You know, isn't it better that we had to be patient? So true. Like it's so much better now that we had to be patient. So if Wardlow had, you know, a year of breaking out, imagine if he broke out last yeah, year. Right. And and then you have guys like Brian Danielson coming in and CM Punk coming in, right. and, you know, Miro ascending as well. You know, right. he might've gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit there. 2022 going in, you know, young guy, absolute freak. Everybody knows what he can do. Yep. And MJF and CM Punk, their feud seems to be kind of starting to go and starting to die a little bit, which is good. They're, they're ready for it with Wardlow, man. And, yep. and this is going to be a test for MJF as well, because he's not built a star yet. You know, he's been a guy who's, who's gotten to Great ascend, ascend through feuding with guys like Cody Rhodes, Great like point. CM Punk, you know, all these other guys like Darby Allen, who I think is on the similar level as him. You know what I mean? Jericho. I, 
Jericho, right. exactly. Yeah. Feeding with a legend like Chris Jericho, one right. of the best ever. Right. And this will be his first opportunity to really build up another guy who's got that upside, who's got that potential, who looks the part, who can talk, who can go, who's a freak athlete. And we're going to be able to see if MJF is really that guy, because if he can do that and he can, and obviously Wardlow's going to do it too, but if you can get MJF yeah. in there building up guys like saying. Wardlow, it's yeah. going to be huge for his career. And yeah. I think that Wardlow is right on the cusp, man. We're about to see him explode. And yeah. once he does in the wrestling business, a guy like him who looks the part and can go and is a freak athlete, it's going to just be a huge thing for AEW, man. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, like you said, maybe we were a year. I mean, we were a year early on the Wardlow breakout. And yeah. all year, it was one of those things where you're just like, we're just oh, waiting man, for I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait, baby. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yep. I can't wait. And when it comes to fruition and it certainly looks like it's going to happen very, very soon. We're on, we're on the, we're on the cusp of witnessing. The, 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 yeah. I love your idea. <laughs> Have him go at his hometown and just rip MJF apart, break him in, rip his heart out, man. Um, man, Wardlow, it, it, you said it, you said it very well in AEW. Wardlow feels very special. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got he's got a, a unique look and size and just a, a an overall vibe of superstar. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. he he's yeah. not a di- guy that you see that could be working on the street. And, and that you know, uh, you bump into Wardlow at a Home Depot and you're gonna you're gonna do a double take. You know, you're what wondering I mean? what this guy does. Yeah, you're like, okay, you know, all right. Is this guy uh, like a football is... player? Or is this guy like a you know a pro wrestler or something? Exactly. He's got to be an athlete. Wardlow's the type of guy who stands out. And yeah, the more you become a fan of his and the more you learn about his athleticism, how smart he is inside and outside the ring, um, kind of a very cerebral person. Mm-hmm. Um, the bigger the, the more upside you start to see, like, okay, this is a guy whose career is not gonna go off the rails. Once no. he's made, you know it he he's got that ability to make it work for, I mean, like you've talked, you and I have talked about, I talked about, I compared him to a very young Brock Lesnar, but you've even said Dave Batista vibes. I'm a huge Mm -hmm. Batista guy. Um, There's, there's a lot of like, there's just that, this feels like that big guy who could be one of the top big guys um, for years to come. And he could be the top big guy in this generational. He could yeah. be a generational big guy in the in the landscape of AW, and I don't mean to overstate that. I think you know he could no. easily be to be a guy who could go a ten year, like ten to twelve. Like I think he could have that, and I know he's you know in his thirties, but I think Wardlow. He's he, a young guy. I think that he could quick. He could go and be a guy who can make a huge impact, especially in the next five to six years if they yeah. invest in him properly. Huge Wardlow fan. Think that he's got a lot of untapped potential. And like you said, very smart. MJF now could get the opportunity to pay it forward. Be the heel that puts over the babyface. And Wardlow as a babyface, it feels like he's just in Cleveland. I love your idea. Would make a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, dude. Plus, like, you know, they're going to pop, man. You know, as a Cleveland fan, we yep. love our hometown boys when yep. they come home. Like the Miz gets cheered yeah. when he comes to Cleveland. Yeah, you know what I mean. We love our hometown boys, so you know that that Tony Khan probably smart guy. He's like, okay, them Cleveland fans know what they're talking about. Hopefully, Wardlow put... doesn't have to buy a beer in, in Cleveland uh, when he's down there. <laughs> I, I, I hope no. my Cleveland my Cleveland guys down there represent and take care of the, the hometown guy. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta treat him right. That's but right. Speaking of treating people right, man. Brandy was really mean Whoa. to Dan Lambert today, bro. <laughs> we don't have a yeah. picture for this segment, but man, she went off. And yeah, man. So did the fans because yeah. they both the Boo Birds were out on both sides in this one. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on this because I made the joke on our Twitter that Brandy is turning Dan Lambert face. Um, and while I don't think that necessarily, uh, it, it was obviously in jest. I do think that 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 could be a problem in this feud where there's 
a little bit too much animosity from the fans on both sides here. You know, Dan Lambert has, you know, struggles with um, a lot of people like don't like Dan Lambert. He's, he's very loud and pompous and, yeah. you know, sometimes I struggle with him as well. You know, I, I thought tonight's segment was great, um, but sometimes I've struggled with him. You know, he's had some of the same kind of promos, but Brandy coming back and really having her first big promo since coming back. Um, this was a big one for her, man. And she let, everything out man she just ripped into dan um she threatened to beat him up in the middle of the ring and yeah, she basically called him a cuck you know like, yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it was just, i was trying to be was, nicer than that it was unbelievable she like she just was going <laughs> off on him and just eviscerated him in the middle of the ring humiliated him um and lambert to his credit rolled with the punches was very funny in his responses back to brandy good. The, the you know, these two worked. Funny, like, I felt like yeah. that segment really worked. It did. Um, and if this leads to an Ethan Page versus Cody Rhodes matchup, I'm all for it, man. I, I you know, yeah. I've, I, my praise for Ethan Page, I've said it time and again. I Top feel like nine. this guy's got potential, got a lot of upside. Um, really like the the overall package that Ethan Page presents. As you mm-hmm. know, he could talk. He can go in the ring. He's got the look. The guy can do it all. He's got, you know, he can, He has the stuff outside the ring where, you know, he, he's he's got the cheat days and things like that that everybody likes to watch his vlog. He's great. Um, very so there's a lot. Online, yeah. Yeah, he's got a great presence online. Very yeah. cool guy. Easy to root for. So he go, him getting a big opportunity against Cody, I'm all for it. Um, but I, I'm with you. I love seeing Brandy because it's – Cody is – Cody's not a heel or a babyface. He's Cody. And yeah. I love his new shirt. And I love that he's leaning into just being, he's kind of, he is whatever you want him to be. Yeah. And if you're a little kid, you're going to cheer. If you're you and me, we're probably going to cheer too because we get it. Yeah. But other people that are our age will boo him. <laughs> yeah. And and, Brand, and Brandy is a yeah. great, bringing her back into the fold makes, only intensifies that because she's so polarizing. Yeah. And this was an example as to why, I mean, she pulls no punches. Um, and Stole she, Jade's gimmick tonight. Even. She loves just, she, you could tell she loves being that top bitch. You could tell like, she likes that being that I'm the top bitch in charge. I'm the head bitch in charge. Yeah. You could tell she loves that. Um, yeah. And she revels in it and why not lean into it? You know, she gets criticized for it no matter what online, even though it's yeah. unfair. Um, she gets criticized for it online anyway. So why not lean into it, uh, embrace it? It's it, I think it's hilarious stuff that they're yeah. doing right now. I think that the Rhodes family leaning into leaning into this stuff now is just great. You know, yep. I want to see what Dustin does soon, man. I like I want them to involve Dustin more and stuff. Get him involved too. I mean, like the thing with Dustin, I guess the problem with that is that the fans actually like him. Um, so it's hard to get him involved. Yeah. Uh, because they, that's, that's when we get the cheers. Maybe that's how they should do it. Get him on their squad and then the cheers will come. Uh, but it's kind of funny, man. Like there's this weird, it's, it's so weird, right? Like having Dan Lambert, almost feels like that was like a last ditch effort to get them cheered. But now that they know it's not going to happen anyway, it's just like rolling with it and going with that is just, it's really funny. And I think that they could have some really good promo battles. If tonight was any indication, I want to see Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes have more segments um, involve Cody soon. Involve I want to pump the brakes and that's where I want to say, like, I want to see this mean something. So I want to see Cody, getting involved like you said ethan i want to page see ethan page and cody coming face to face scorpio sky and cody. get all these guys in here right. even american top team other right. people that are involved in this like who cares maybe have cody do do those matches with these guys and that could be where that tnt title goes for a little bit involved in that storyline you know have him defend his title against some some mma fighters and stuff like that that'd be really cool it would be and and it would be interesting. And you could also have him do his little parade and his crying. And like he could, Brady could, he could go on Brady's shoulders, just cheering like Rocky and it would just be great. And I think that the fans would, uh, would crucify him and it would be fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, <laughs> I think uh top notch man. And yeah. I think that then involving Brady again is brilliant. Like you said, uh, get that heat up as much as you can. Turn yep. it up to 400 degrees in that oven and just let it go, man. Let it cook. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, well, and and let speaking of letting it go and letting it cook, this this uh, 
undisputed era um, and y- young bucks drama was going from a tonight. It went from a simmer to a full on boil. Um, even though they showed out tonight, mm-hmm. uh, the ending of this match is kind of what, you know, we were left with at the end of the show, the drama involved in this. And th- to me, more than anything, this was such a great example of why the AEW needs those trios titles because yeah. you could see either one of these teams holding those belts. I mean, this is this was an incredible match on both sides. Loved the offense that we got to see, the tandem offense. I love the different matchups of styles in this. Yeah. Um, one of those main events, if, if you didn't get a chance to catch it yet, Watch Go it. back, make sure you watch it because it's just a really nice blending of styles on both sides. And we talked about it throughout this one with you know texting yeah. back and forth. It's it just these teams, especially Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole, they just seem to work so Chemistry well together. Awesome. Their chemistry feels like they were made for each other. Um, really, really felt like this was a match that had a lot of on the line when it comes to a, the debut of this group of Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly in AEW because these guys have a big following and big, big. they've made a big impact in North American wrestling mm-hmm. uh, together as a trio and wanted to see how they work together. Uh, I felt like there was no rust whatsoever with these guys. No, I mean, this looked like an NXT match, man. Yep. Like, this was like an NXT match. This was great. Uh, love this main event. And, and I'm, you know, obviously – uh, I've been a little outspoken about sometimes the best friends, like it was kind of feels like they're kind of thrown into feuds. Um, this one, I enjoy it because the chemistry is so good. I love Adam Cole and Orange Cassie, like you talked about. They are great together. And I think that what we saw at the end of the match, you know, with the Young Bucks coming out and, and Adam Cole leaving with them, um, there's some stuff going on that could be, again multiple teams involved in a feud you know this is going this is something that could devolve into something where there's like three teams going against each other because you know Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole had beef at the end of their NXT runs exactly um and they they talked about that today in a promo they they acknowledged NXT today basically in that promo and talked about it and it was really interesting and cool and you know a nod to the people that pay attention to the to wrestling in general um just excellent stuff but it kind of in the match it showed up like okay like these guys might not be as cool as it looked last week or during the match like these guys still have beef and have a problem and man i i just love that that they're they're not breaking the fourth wall but they're keeping continuity yeah exactly they're not like pretending that they didn't have a career before AEW, right like you know they they're not changing their name to Brock Braun Breaker and you know not and not acknowledging their like that their uncles you know right <laughs> like, although Braun dad, Breaker is know. really he's sweet. great I mean, I'm not I'm awesome, not trashing him he's been awesome but he's, he's a great. Steiner just call him call him a Steiner it's fine nobody cares <laughs> like we all know right um, right you know what I mean but they're they're acknowledging that this you, stuff what you're saying is here's, yeah they're acknowledging the the lives and the careers before entering yeah. here and they could have easily just kind of like. Not done that, but like I think that's what it makes AEW cool. Is the same that, thing with like, Malachi Black, you know what I mean? The same exactly. thing with him, and it's good stuff. It's good yeah, stuff. Th- th- that's what makes it cool. Is like AEW yeah. like never insults our intelligence. They they lean yep. into the fact that hey, like it, like what makes it wrestling fun is it kind of is like this the ongoing the never ending story, man. Like it's like you just you can continuously get invested in guys. You and I have talked about this countless times, but it's like. When you get to watch people young, like when they first start, and then how they get better and better, and watch their careers blow up, like yeah, I remember what you know, you and I, like me buying Sasha Banks red glasses, and we're watching her wrestle in front of like maybe seventy five, like I don't know, hundred and fifty people inside yeah. of a church, and <laughs> in Cleveland, and it's just yeah. cool seeing that person then become you know main eventer in WrestleMania and all sorts of great stuff, you know, doing all sorts of great things and. Um, and and this is an example where you're like, all right, like if you're somebody who watched Adam Cole, Bobby fish, Kyle O'Reilly come up through the ranks in in ring of honor and then make their impact as undisputed in NXT and really change that company for the better. 
in yeah. a lot of ways and carry the torch through some tough times for NXT. Um, and, and then come here in AW, it's awesome that you're that that fandom is rewarded mm-hmm. and not ignored. And I think that it's also cool that they're that that's basically the foundation of the, their entire story right now. Yeah. I think that that's fantastic. Well, and it's and it goes even deeper than that too, man. Like O'Reilly and Fish have been tag team partners since 2012. You know, these guys have almost 10 years together. You know, tagging, and I think it's cool that like those two guys are still they're boys, right? Yeah. And Adam Cole's kind of that outsider now. Like, okay, like you kind of did your thing, and we know we know what you are, Adam Cole. Yep. You know, we're not going to kind we're going to still be us, but we're going to watch our, we're going to watch our back with you. We man. know and that like, you're, you are the, I mean, he is, Adam Cole is like the definitive dirt bag in pro yeah. wrestling. I yeah. mean, he is more than happy to stab you in the back for his own benefit at the drop of a dime. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that was awesome tonight where, you know, people that have watched these guys for 10 years, because there are people that, that do that that paid off even bigger for them than people that just watch NXT, you know? So this whole thing, man, like goes back a decade. Yeah. Um, And it might seem like a one-off random match, right? But if you've been paying attention to these guys' careers, you got rewarded tonight more than anybody else. You got rewarded and that's awesome. And that's why we love this company. And that's why we love AEW and going into 2022, it's going to be even better, man. We're getting the, there's the most talent in this company now than there's ever been. And we're in for some good stuff, dude, because yep. it's just, it's just going to get better. That's the thing. Like we, we think it's good now, but can you imagine when they have everybody that they want and they have every, like all the divisions are running at full gear and it's not just going to be like one getting pushed up because they need to push that You're one right. up or propel it You're and right. everything's running like smooth and perfect. It's going to be awesome. It's going You're to be right. the, the best wrestling we've seen in North America in a long time. And I cannot wait. <laughs> You're right. I mean, we're, we're Dynamite Donald has been a lot of fun because we're able to document our history as fans yeah. as this company has changed. And man, it's so easy talking positive with you about AEW right now. There were times like when yeah. we first started, you know, we were taught we were doing elite versus delete. You know, what were the best moments and the worst moments in the night? And it, that quickly proved that we couldn't keep that format anymore because there's just way there's just there's way more elites than good elites. Than bad. Yeah. There's just so much more good than bad. And I agree with you. It feels like they haven't even hit that yet. They haven't, they haven't. even hit their they haven't even hit their best yet. They're still building, and they're developing. They're, exactly, dude. Like this company is so young in its development. And it imagine what they'll be like in five years. I, I mean, I don't see them going back. I think this place no. is around for the long haul. Um, and they, it shows with the talent that they have, young and old, that they are not backing. Like, they're not going away, man. They're going no. all in. And yeah. I watch the product, and I'm I'm impressed by their balance. I've said it time and again. Being able to keep the guys like the best friends who were there from the their OGs, keeping them relevant still while integrating in these new huge superstars like Brian Dane, like, and we got to see Adam Cole, like their opponents tonight, right? Adam Cole. Kyle All these Ryan, guys have fish. been arrived in the last three, four months, but they do such a great job of balancing veterans and youth mm-hmm. of, you know, big name free agent signing with, you know, homegrown talent. They're, Tony is doing, a, I have to say, managing a locker room. Um, Tony's doing a really nice job of of building a cre- and creating an environment that feels like it's set up for short-term and long-term success. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you have guys like John Moxley who are, you know, pushing 40, you know, and guys like Chris Jericho are in their 50s, you know, Sting. You have all these veterans that help bring eyes to the product. And then when the eyes are there, they get to see people like Jungle Boy. They get to see people like Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia, MJF, Darby Allen, all these names that you can see, uh, DMD, you know, all these people that are there that are awesome now, but they're growing and they're young and they're all under 30 and ready to rock in in their five years. They're going to be the the top guys. Yep. You know, I don't think if a guy like John Moxley decided today that he was going to be done and retire. I don't think that that would cripple AEW. No, you know what I mean. Have, it it might have a year ago. You're right. You know, it might have a year ago, but today, no, it won't because they've spent 2021 
building these names. And I think that we're about to see the it all start prospering for everybody that's paying attention, man. Like Wardlow's a great example, you know, right. or Wardlow right. is ready to break out. And it was a, a long, slow burn with him, man, yep. but it's going to feel epic. And that might be a five, six year window where he's the top guy. And we don't know what his ceiling is yet, Yeah, but you know, guys like that, they're, they're all over this roster. You're top right. To bottom. So top to true. Bottom. Wow. Ricky Starks, you could name yeah. it countless guys where you're just like, I can see Will this Hobbs. guy. Yeah, you could just be like, I can see this guy becoming a top guy. Oh, yeah, I can see this guy becoming a top guy. Oh, yeah, I can see that girl becoming a top girl. Like, yeah, you see it across this entire roster, dude. You're absolutely right. It's absolutely All unbelievable. Over. And, and that, that's what makes this show so fun. Um, I know that we, you know, we could be shills or, or just pot the only positive, but it's like we're we, we say when we don't like can find you genuinely can find good in pretty much every single segment or match yeah. in AEW right now. Even the stuff that's not for me, I can like I can say like okay, that was a good segment for what it was trying to do, or Correct. or otherwise. And if it's not, we we're not just shills, man. Like we'll say if we didn't like something, right. you know, like even this te- that ten man match earlier, like we talked about that. You're we right. talked about that, and yep. I, you know, for me, that was a little too overbooked. Yeah, but it worked out because they used they used that match to tell a bigger story and You're start right. a new feud, You're right. and that's awesome. And that's 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 the stuff, man. If you pay attention and you're not just like, oh, that match was overbooked. I hate this, you know. And you go actually pay attention to the story they're trying to tell. You're right. You get it's a payoff, man. You're and right. I think that tomorrow when we're live doing our our award show at nine fifteen or nine o'clock, I'm sorry, nine o'clock p.m. Yep. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Join us. We're gonna be live. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk best. about a lot of that stuff because we're gonna be talking about the top baby faces, top heels, top tag teams. Everybody is going to basically be touched on every every division. Everything's going to be talked about. Um, Share it with your friends. You're gonna, oh maybe, yeah, you know maybe get some people to come together, get some popcorn, get some Have snacks. A watch party. Get a watch party yeah. like you would for the Emmys or the Oscars or the Tonys because this is going to be a huge event. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun to go through. Like you said, every single thing that happened over 2021, we're going through the highs together. It's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. Oh man, and the awards are going to be epic. I'm sure the wrestlers are going to be stoked that they won. You of know, course. You know, so make sure once we 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 give these awards out, you tag them as well, so they know that they are the Dynamite Download Grand Champion Award winners. That, um, please do, <laughs> please do. That'd be great. Uh, you know, we will. Yeah. But please do. And on that note, uh, Mr. Crayfish, I will bid you adieu, and I will see you tomorrow. Everybody see else, follow us on social. Um, keep keep up on our Twitter. We will announce. Uh, we will have a link for you for the show tomorrow. Um, it's already up on our Twitter. Um, so just follow us on there and uh, check it out. We can't wait to see you tomorrow, and it's going to be an epic night in Dynamite Download history. Good night, everybody. Woo!